Happy Thanksgiving. You guys get started. What was your view, Shane, of the, the final drive there and what happened with the, the final couple plays? Yeah, I think uh, you know the the connection that that Gino and DK made was a great chance to to put us in position, uh, get down there to the uh, the final play there. I uh, had a chance to maybe uh, pop a run. Unfortunately, they played it well; it didn't quite work out. I uh, would love to get uh, a little bit more field position right there for for Jason, uh, but they played it well and then end up clocking it and, and having an opportunity. But you know, execution, you know really comes down to earlier in the game not putting ourselves in that position uh, but we've had those opportunities at the end of games and you know several times this season we've come out on the right end of those and then uh, this one it just didn't work out at the end was Gino able to hear you I mean he kind of made it sound like maybe there was some miscommunication there or... yeah I think he got right to the right thing there in terms of getting to a good RPO right there we has an option and and right on the ball right quickly there trying to gain five six seven more yards there trying to get into a more manageable situation right there and then just didn't work out did he hear your play call What's that? Did he hear the call? You I don't think he did. You know, with the headset going, you know, sometimes those chaos situations. So, but he did. The great thing is, it's uh, you know situations that we practice all the time. Got to one of our toolbox plays in that exact scenario. So it's a good job of him and and those guys. And it really being able to execute that many plays in that quick of a tempo to give us an opportunity at the end. You know, made reference earlier today about how you guys like to be a team that gets up on the ball and goes rather than maybe clock it. Mm -hmm. Think about why do you like to get up on the ball? I think just philosophically, you know, the way we've looked at it, I know there's a lot of different approaches in terms of when to kill the ball, when not to kill the ball. Um, for us, you know, getting more plays, more opportunities has provided to be more successful over the long run. And But each each one of those situations is different. I think every time those come into play, you got to take into consideration where the other players are at on the field in terms of when to kill the ball, when not to. Guys way down the field or guys, you know, in a closer proximity. Like in DK's situation, he's able to make that catch right around the hashes so quickly, get the ball spotted so quickly the offensive lines up there everyone's set you know really a clean operation right there so I think there's uh you know there's there's time uh restraints that we have around it that we've built that we've we've predetermined but all of those are going to have a little bit of wiggle room depending on the live action of the game and 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 the room for error in those seconds what did you think of uh uh, Drew Locke and so sort of when he had to play on, on Sunday and how that all went. Yeah, I think, you know, Drew came in in, a, in another tough situation there coming in uh, uh, into a road environment there, uh, did the best of his ability, tried to execute some plays, got a couple pressures uh, where things didn't quite work out in his favor, gave us an opportunity on some third down throws, uh, but, you know, didn't work out obviously in terms of getting some point production out of those drives, uh, but he's still ready to go. I've uh, been doing a good job this week like he does every week of preparing like he's going to be the starter uh, if those opportunities present themselves. First drive, 14 plays, 88 yards. I'm assuming that was the scripted set. Then four for four to start the game on third down. Then you go one for 11 after it. Mm -hmm. What was the difference? Was it off, the off script and then how the Rams adjusted, or what were the dynamics between the first drive and the rest of the game? And the rest, well, I think, uh, you know, the script thing that, that there's a little bit of gray area in there, but I'll, I'll roll with that part of it. The uh, you know once we get down to those next couple drives in terms of some of the penalties that knocked us off course, I think some of the negative plays. And so for us on offense, we know really coming down to good clean execution in those scenarios. Uh, for me, putting our players in the best position we can uh, with the play calls along the course of the four quarters of the game. And I think just executing as we get into the second half, you know, starting with that first drive, you know, coming out of the locker room right there, trying to eliminate those three and outs or those quick possessions. Uh, so that we can have a successful second half. How many plays do you script that particularly? No, nah, there's no exact number on that. Great. <laughs> with, uh, oh, go ahead. With 49ers defense, it seems like they present challenges at all three levels. Where, where does it start when it comes to dealing with their defense? 
Yeah, I think really it starts up front. You know, they've got a great defensive line. They've got multiple players that can roll throughout uh, their front right there. And then Fred Warner controlling everything uh, from that middle linebacker uh, position. He's special. He can play at all three levels. He can play patient to the run and still make the play uh, at the line of scrimmage. You know, he can get in the, all the passing lanes. And, you know, he's really just a tremendous player that we always have to have our eye on. With the number of interceptions that they've had, is that just a matter of their aggressiveness or is there other factors that are yeah, I think they tie all three levels in really well. So they know their pass rush is going to get home in a, a certain amount of time. The linebackers stay, uh, you know, nice and, and patient in those second level windows. So they're able to get a lot of tips and overthrows. Uh, the DBs are really in sync with what the, uh, the timing and rhythm of each play is. So they're playing well as a unit uh, like they have for multiple years now where all three levels of their defense are really well connected. How much better equipped is the offense to face the 49ers than it was in January? I think, you know, really goes back looking at that game, similar to the, some of the things we need to overcome. You know, the game in January where we have a solid first half and then falter a little bit in the second half. I think we need to learn from those mistakes, learn from this past week, and keep growing each week. So as we head into this game uh, against the 49ers, you know, we have more experienced guys uh, starting to get healthy, getting back in the mix right now. Uh, and I think we can go ahead and have a successful four quarters, play consistent football, which is going to be our game plan every single week, whether it's the 49ers or the Rams uh, last week. And we have those four quarter performances tend to come out on the right side of the, uh, the scoreboard there. How, how did it impact things when you didn't have Kenneth Walker anymore on Sunday? I think Zach did a nice job of stepping in right there. Uh, anytime you lose a player like Ken, you know, other guys are going to have to step in and into that role. But with Zach and, and DJ Dallas stepping in, uh, you know, I think those guys did a nice job of, of carrying the, the workload at running back and, and doing a nice job, especially on some of the third down and, and in, in some of the passing game situations. What kind Kenny McIntosh ends up playing this week. What, what does he bring? Yeah, I think Kenny, Kenny's done a great job of staying into it, you know, kind of in that injured reserve role and then getting out onto the practice field when his window opened and, and uh, you know, brings a little electric attitude to the day, you know, always having fun, uh, great energy, and then it shows up with his play style where he's got great quickness, uh, great speed, and, and, you know, for him, you know, he's been a, done a great job, Chad Morton, working with him throughout this whole course of the year where he stayed up to date, you know, staying in the meeting, staying mentally prepared. Uh, so if this moment does present itself this weekend, he's ready to roll. I know the quarterback can't hear you. Or I'm sorry, you can't hear the quarterback mm -hmm. in your headset, but when the connection is lost like that, do you know that it's lost or do you just know because the quarterback is, like, throwing his hands up? Yeah, I think in that situation right there, when you got crowd noise, everything else going, you know, and Gino's got control of it, especially in those two-minute situations, feel good about him getting into a, a play in our toolbox. You know, sometimes you get times where the, the button will go and it'll give you the beeping noise. Other, other times you don't necessarily know, and the quarterback might give you, hey, I need it again right there. But like I said, in those situations, we've prepared and worked through those so many times. You know, we're ready to get to the ball. The quarterback has, you know, all the tools at his disposal to execute at a high level if those things happen during the course of a game. You said it was an RPO. So he did have an option to pass out of that particular kind of play or whatever? Yep. After the catch, their ability to chase the football. You know, they do such a good job of really all 11, the first guy in on the tackle, then you put on the tape, and you've got the backside defensive end to the backside corner chasing the football every single snap. And so they do a good job of swarming, populating the football, and, and getting the guys down. I think it's an effort. The, the chasing the football part's an effort thing. You know, they do a great job with it, and I think something that just like going against our defense every day presents a great challenge for us on offense. You see our guys flying around chasing the ball at practice through training camp. So I think it's a good, you know, style of play that shows up, and you see it clearly with our guys out on the field, and you see it clearly on San Francisco when you put the tape on. 
Yeah, I think it's something, you know, uh, you talk about stuff you emphasize in the offseason, whether it be screen game or yards after catch, some of those things, you know, bursts in a block, you know, guys working for each other downfield. Uh, I think those are all things that, that Sanjay has done a great job of really uh, bringing to our offense, you know, really uh, preaching about day in and day out. And I think we're just seeing the fruits of the labor in terms of, you know, working at it, talking about it, the players buying into it. And it's been a good, it's been a good part of our offense for the last few weeks. Shane, how's uh... Jackson Smith and Jigba's familiarity with Geno Smith help your offense as an extra option. How has that kind of enlarged your playbook? Yeah, I think he's done a nice job. He had a couple of those excellent third down catches uh, this past week. I think the more and more that those guys get reps together, accumulating reps, you know, in terms of the style of routes or especially against different man looks or different zone looks, all the different things defenses present themselves, you know, just getting on the same page, which comes from accumulating as many reps as possible. So we're seeing uh, two guys that are just getting more and more familiar with each other, getting better and better and improving throughout the season, uh, which is what you'd want to see from a young player in Jackson like he's doing. How physical is he? Because he's like Tyler as well. You don't think he's a mm -hmm. physical receiver, but they are very physical. Yeah, I think, you know, one thing Jackson's consistently put on tape has been, you know, his physicality in the run game, his physicality finishing on some bubble screens that he's had, and then finishing on some shallow crosses. You know, he's had several chances, you know, where he's uh, where he's been able to, to finish the run with that physical mindset, set the tempo. Uh, one down the left sideline in the Washington game comes to mind right now. Uh, but he, he brings it, and, and I think he wants to have that element to his game. How'd Geno Smith look out there today? He looked good. Yeah, he's, he's working his way back in, and, no, he's limited, and you know, see where we're at uh, come game time. All right, anything else? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you.